You are about to embark on an auditory journey, brought to you by three horror fans who are foul-mouthed, immature, and quite frankly don't care if you've watched the following film, documentary, or television series that is about to be discussed. If you are offended by some salty language and plot spoiling, please press pause right now so we can talk endless amounts of shit about you. Just kidding. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the ride. Bitches. Look up at me while you're doing that. <laughs> Is that the noise of the robot? <laughs> that is insanity. It gives you like a what? Like a essence, like a like a we're doing shit. Because I'm just fucking bullshit. We're doing a fucking Pong. podcast. Exactly, it's a fucking a podcast. That's what this is. People listen to this to fucking just listen to us bullshit. Ryan's frozen up like a bitch. I am not frozen up in the slightest. What episode you are we fat on today? fuck? Masturbation. Masturbation. Hello, boys and ghouls. This is your friend, Mr. J here, welcoming you to that strange show. Remember, what doesn't kill you only makes you stranger. <laughs> yeah! Welcome back to another episode of That Strange Show. Episode 126. One, two, six. Welcome back to another My Mama Tells Me I'm Special episode of That Strange Show. Love you, Mama Gold Cobra. No, love, love you, my. Go- love my Gold Cobra Mama. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's a, it's a Limp Bizkit I, album. Oh, you're going to love this episode then. <laughs> love, love my the, you're Gold gonna, Cobra Mama. You're going to love the blurb. <laughs> So, so yeah, recap, recap. Hope you enjoyed getting creepy and daddy slimed while the head got banged around and fingered while the wolf watched on in our last episode where we talked about real or we talked real creeps. <laughs> yeah. Shudder's creep show. Check that shit out. Check it out. I love when you read. Unless you're our guest tonight, he didn't even give it a shot. No, not yet, but he's going to, right? Yeah. yeah. So you can we talk got, now. We got, all right, you may talk. We got a uh, we got a uh, cinema trash man. You might know him from the little interludes that we've been putting into the middle of our show. You know that one <laughs> spot where the audio quality gets really bad, and it's about yeah, por- it's about sucks, pornos yeah. and shit. I uh, mean, pornos. Yeah, you know, no, that's yeah. you know we got to break it up. So yeah, you uh, break it up. You know. So what's up, man? Ah, uh, nothing much. Just waiting to talk about this fantastic film. Oh. Well, you get a little moment right now to shine. Tell it. Uh, tell oh, everybody yeah. about yourself. Yeah. What do you, What are you up to? What have you been working on? Where do we find you? Where do we know you from? Well, um, on Instagram, over at Cinema Trash Man, I uh, do some reviews here and there. Uh, mainly uh, this offensive and obnoxious character named Uncle Tony, where I'm just reviewing really terrible, shitty films. Uh, recently, I just did one on Killing Spree, which uh, that was fun. Is that and, the uh, is that the the one where the lady's face turns into big lips? Yes, right. yes. And uh, I'm working on another one called Night of the Dribbler. So ah, this one was really bad. That's you? the, ba- that's the bas- basketball head guy, right? 
Yep. Or like a pumpkin something, right? Yeah, it's a basketball head. It's just a really cheap, shitty mask. We're gonna we're gonna need him to just come like back movie. for next season. He's gonna have to make oh, yeah. some suggestions to Definitely. us for our season, yes. please. Oh gosh, no, please don't. <laughs> oh no, that's the point of next season is like the shittiest, terrible, most boob laden, terrible gore movies. We're gonna just do a whole season of them. Ooh, in that case, let me write down you guys a list over here. Oh, thank uh-huh. you so much. Yeah. So let's get into the banner. Uh, well, it's <laughs> it's actually called banter and the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> Try wow. to be banter. Wow, clever. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, clever. that's it. It's clever. I feel that next award we, coming. That's why we win awards, guys. That's how we get them. So let's talk about the Halloween in a Box documentary. Yes. Remember Halloween's costumes of the past? I do. Yeah. You used to put that trash bag on with that, with the Ben Cooper mask. Ben Coopers. You don't remember that? I never wore that a trash bag, no. plastic vinyl that smelled terrible. Yeah, you become like a, <laughs> like a, it was like a mummy, but it was like a white trash bag with like paint on it. I remember having to wear the plastic masks that would like cut your face if you caught the edge of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. the, the one eyes. Sh- with the one oh with the pain in the eye and the one like yeah. fucking rubber band around the back that would snap halfway breaks. through the night. Yeah. Like, Just okay. pops through the hole. You spend the whole rest you of the hold night. Your mask up all night. <laughs> it's like what, what are, are you? you? What are you? I'm I, I was a witch. I'm a trash bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a but Florida like, resident. <laughs> But like you see, like uh, the Frankenstein with the unibrow here in the picture. On uh, we got this off a of bloody, bloody disgusting. Shout out to them. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember these fucking costumes. The Dracula one. It was just like a fucking tuxedo, and then you got the the weird Dracula mask. See, I remember not the mask. I remember it would come with that little, uh, the little black paint that you would have to paint the fucking Eddie Munster. Yeah. The V uh, on your forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm a, no matter what your haircut was, you had that fucking V going, uh, and it would start running halfway through the night. Yeah, the widow's. Lead in it and <laughs> the widow's peak. That's what's wrong with all of us. Now. And the fucking plastic teeth that would cut the shit out of your gums. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, my parents One hated me. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> yeah, so it's. <laughs> So what are we talking about? Yeah. We're talking so, about we're talking about uh, H N N Productions. Yeah, so you know how they they did the the toys that whatever that made us yeah. like yes. that yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Like this is like kind of that deal with like the co- the Halloween costumes. It's it's been uh, you know it started on October first. Uh, it's available on VOD and uh, including Amazon. So um, so it says here, for years, these costumes were a Halloween institution dating back to the 1930s. But in 1982, at the height of their popularity, the face of domestic terrorism shook the U.S. in the form of the Chicago Tylenol murders and threatened to cancel Halloween forever. In an effort to save the holiday, the costume giants, although rivals in business, were forced to come together and unify or trick-or-treat. Trick or treating would become extinct. They are really reaching for shit for fucking nerds to watch. Right this now. is like, this just sounds like capital are we coming up with this bullshit. <laughs> the Tylenol so, murders. This just like, sounds like capital capitalizing on on another trend. I well, mean, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll watch <laughs> no, it. No, we won't. So it's uh, like you said, Ben Cooper uh, in Collegeville uh, in Halco. 
or those uh, the three that got together. I so, feel like we could just like have read an article about this and yeah. been fine. It's going to be a nineteen-part series, two hours each part. Yeah. yeah. Really, like, so it's an amazing story that needs to be told," said Caprizioli. <laughs> Uh, you have major competitors becoming allies in an effort to keep to the tradition. save Halloween. Yes, so Sounds Halloween like in a box. Movie. I remember these these costumes. I love them, and uh, I feel like people are going to watch it just for that purpose, like the nostalgia, like yeah, yeah. just to like see the like. Is anyone really going to care about the story of like what happened? No, maybe. it's like uh, you know. I maybe. certainly don't, but maybe here we are. Um, but yeah, so. No, we live in a world now where you gotta if you want a Halloween mask, you gotta drop seventy bucks on something from Trick or Treat Studios. Or and you then, can go to Walmart and get the shit stained Michael Myers. Oh yeah. my god. Can we talk about that for a second? I would love to talk about that. In case nobody I don't know uh, if, are... I don't know if Jeff's seen these, but uh we went to Walmart and uh found which is, which is just always such a you it's know a great I'm time. so glad I went to Walmart every time I go to Walmart. It makes me feel pretty. Looking at the people <laughs> in there. Um, but we went to the Halloween section because uh, that's the kind of people we are. and To get Halloween in a to box. Get, to get Halloween in a box. And I mean, we, we found, didn't buy anything. We no, but we found. Making fun of I them. wanted to buy stuff and you wouldn't let me. Um, we found they have like their own unofficial, official uh, Halloween masks this year. They have, and with the emblem. So they're just and handing out licensing now. Like I don't even know if they whoever, have the licensing because like, it doesn't say like Freddy Krueger on it. It just says Nightmare on Elm Street, and then it says so Friday the Thirteenth. So people who like like bootleg shit, yeah, will that, like love Don it. D with his <laughs> yeah. Mexican with his Mexican horror movie figures. Hey, shout out A to lot Don of people D. are into the bootleg like. This was Toys. beyond bootleg, though. The Pennywise, funny. the flappy head Pennywise mask. It's legit the same thing as one of these Halloween in a box masks, but made out of, like, shit latex. But one strap that goes around, it only covers the front of your face. Freddy Krueger had four teeth, I think. Fred, Freddy Krueger had four teeth that were completely <laughs> yellow and not even touching. He They're like this yellow. They're like this shit. yellow. Like, off. So you said... <laughs> You said it, you guys found a Michael Myers mask that had a shit stain on it. For some reason, they tried to put Myers. like dirt smudges. Do you have a picture of that on your phone? That you we should. Like, you, hold I, up I sent you it to him. Oh, you did. Oh, and um, he was mad. See, he was like, "You should have bought it." You have to see this shit. It's fucking. Let me see if I can They tried to put much. like dirt smudges all over it, but it legit looks like poop stain. <laughs> shit stain Myers. I'm shit afraid to look at that at my Walmart. I'm afraid I'm gonna find like. Uh, a crack pipe or it, dude it wasn't even a syringe needle in there <laughs> it wasn't even the worst one the the, <laughs> oh, the friday the 13th was a full head pullover oh no but it was black <laughs> like a what? black lumpy head with a mask on oh. it but the mask wasn't even like this didn't even look like a jason mask it only had like a half a triangle and then that's it. But then, like, it could pass because I believe there's one where it's just the one red triangle at the top between oh. the brows. But the mask was didn't even look like a hockey mask. It looked like <laughs> like they didn't even put holes in it. It just had like divots, like a golf ball. Oh, that's a shame. In the fucking thing, and they and I was I looked at me. I was like, this might be worth fourteen dollars. And I. Smacked she it out smacked. Of his hand. She smacked that shit out of my hand. I said I could Talk wear this. Sh- I could wear this shit stained Myers, 
in the jumpsuit and just like walk around with a piece of toilet paper stuck to my shoe. <laughs> Wear some whitey tidies outside of the jumpsuit. <laughs> Did you find it? That would be fantastic. You ain't gonna find it. You ain't gonna find it, dude. We we talk so much on Messenger. Like you guys talk like scroll through the girls. We we hold whole conversations for an hour with just gifts. Yeah, we do. And they're usually about like touching each other's dicks or something fucking weird like that. You don't. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. I almost said you got to pull it out. You got to pull it out. You got to find it. Pull it out. Wait. Pull it out. Don't say it. All right. While we're scrolling through that, let's move on to the next thing. Yeah, go for it. We got to. Have you ever wanted to star in your own horror movie? Yeah. Instagram. Well, well, here's your chance. You can star in your own Instagram horror movie at the American Scream Halloween Selfie Museum. Scream? In Tyson's, Virginia. This is from Horror Freak News. Yes. For anybody that doesn't know what that is. So it's basically like, you know, like the wings painted on the side of a building shit for people. Yeah, pretty much. But like for like, yeah. (laughs) Because I see some girl in like a like halter top and like oh short shorts selfieing even... in front of it, like horror babe. Oh like, my god! I don't know. Like this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> she looks like she'd be in the back of the bank bus in Miami. Yeah, seriously, she's like uh, I don't know what's going on with her, but actually these are kind of some cool photo ops. So we got the American Scream Halloween <laughs> Selfie Museum is a brand new interactive selfie museum dedicated to all things Halloween. I just the fact that it's a selfie museum, like couldn't we just make it a Halloween museum and then people like will just take selfies? No, this we is actually 2019. Have to call it this a is a social museum. media conscious museum. All right. Uh, the, you will come face to face with colorful, colorful, co- colorful, Car-refer. colorful characters, creatures, and selfie-worthy sets, only before uh, seen on screen. Face your fears and have a few hearty laughs along the way because it probably looks like shit. <laughs> uh, just make sure to capture every moment on camera. It's a unique experience for fans of horror and Halloween to interact here, with just, frighteningly fantastic one-of-a-kind photo opportunities to share with friends. At the inner, at the American Scream Halloween Selfie Museum, you can turn your dreams of being an Instagram celebrity into a reality. Wow, that says that. Oh, that's shit. Oh, uh, you found it? <laughs> Dude, I shit you not when you put it on. When you put it on, it looks like that. It looks like a like a pale pancake with some shit stains on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't shit that? I mean, that's pretty much what Myers uh, became. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so. Oh, he's smiling too. They put <laughs> so a smile on it. Look at this picture. <laughs> that's great. But uh, looks amazing. It's, this place. This so back to this. This place isn't a haunted house, and they don't have scare actors takes approximately 40 minutes to take selfies in the 4,200 square foot museum. Wow. In the American Scream Selfies Museum, they have numerous different displays, including, but not limited to, Mm. the Warren's Occult Museum, complete with a replica Annabelle doll, an Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. There you go. Ancient Egyptian tomb. Get your GOT on. With a mummy in it. But I just want to talk about really quick how the replica of the Annabelle doll is the fucking... The movie one. The movie one. The movie one. It ain't even the raggedy one. Yeah, what the fuck? 
Uh, we got a witch hut, a giant clown, a gruesome morgue, participate in a sinister voodoo ritual, hmm. a creepy doll factor. Is that not? Wow. Am I reading? That's where it's what it says. It says factor. Where creepy, creepy doll, doll factor. factor. You can hmm. even lay inside a real casket at a mock funeral home. Um, is there Ooh. a picture of that? There is not. There's a picture of a gator. There's a guy taking pictures. And a picture of a. That looks like Jimmy Dempster. Of, of a serial killer, Kellogg's. 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 And you can like selfie with a zombie while you're eating some what looks like onion rings. I like it. But okay. Yeah. So star Mo- in your own. Star in your own. What do you What do you think of that, Jeff? You You guys got me at Gators and onion rings, so that's uh, that's all you need. Especially needed. in my backyard, I just go in my yeah. backyard. And- Get a baby ga- alligator. There's gators and onion there rings back there. Yeah. Well, maybe like, not the onion rings. You, but yeah. You, you, eat, you eat alligator too? I have tried it before. Yeah. It's, it's actually really good. It's delicious. Dear it's so God. Good. It's the, what? You never tried it? How do you eat an alligator? You eat it. One leg over each ear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're coming oh, for that award. We're coming for that award this year. <laughs> All right, so this next this next uh, piece, yeah, this is a, a hands-on. So, uh, uh, human centipede director, you know him, right? Unfortunately, you know, oh yeah, you know the human centipedes, Tom Six. Not a fan. Yep. Uh, he's releasing. Uh, he released a new trailer for uh, his NSFW film. Uh, the Humid Centipede Trilogy is one of the most shocking trilogies to modern day horror. I mean, I guess. Uh, if you're a noob. Try hard. <laughs> noob tube. Uh, Tom Six, uh, writer and director of the Human Centipede Trilogy, is back with his new film, The, On- the Onania Club. You know what? I think I remember seeing something about this way back. Uh, this new teaser trailer for Tom Six's new film will undoubtedly shock. But. What sure. is the Onania Club? Tom Six has indicated that the movie's main theme is Schadenfraud. Oh, yep. I know about oh. I remember this now. <laughs> Which means taking pleasure out of other people's misery. It is a uh, social commentary on the ever growing political correctness in the privileged Western world and the hypocrisy of that. It is part sex and the city on evil steroids and part pure pitch black comedy. After viewing the teaser. Uh, <clears throat> Tom Six comments. It appears this group, uh, it appears that this group of elite women gains sexual pleasure from other people's misery and pain. They find death, chaos, and suffering to be the precursors to having an intense orgasm. So, is the trailer on here? Yes. Yeah, so, oh my God, watch this! I remember this trailer now. So it says. Uh, <clears throat> The cra- the question arises: How far is too far? One thing is for sure: If any filmmaker can push the limits, Tom Six can. So let's watch this teaser real quick. Come and see, and see and come. Now I hated Human Centipede, and I hated the second one, and didn't even bother with the third one. But this movie just seems like it might quench my fucking fucked up, uh, my fucked up thirst. To watch a trailer of a bunch of women flicking their bean to 9-11 is just... That's another level of fucking... Interesting. NSFW, bro. That is... I mean, for him to say that, 
He made a movie with a guy wrapping his dick in fucking razor wire and butt shanking the end of a fucking human centipede. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. That's that's human centipede too. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the one with the the fat guy, right? In the yeah, beginning. he yeah. wraps he wraps his dick in barbed wire and fucking jams it up the ass of the human centipede. Good times. Now oh, you can see why I didn't bother with the third one. The I was t- like, I, where where are they going from here? I'm just yeah. gonna be. What else could they? Do? I'm just gonna be disappointed. The first one, people ate people's shit. This one, razor wire rape. So yeah, they or when that. they crushed the baby. Uh, <laughs> yep. So the Chronicles of Narnia by That's Tom Six. Fucking Mister Tumnus. <laughs> fucking yeah. getting his fucking Turkish delight. Yeah. So I can't I, wait to take my mom to go see that. So I guess yeah, check that <laughs> out. Like, that's coming up. He's probably Fun telling the, the truth. That's the craziest part. <laughs> All right, definitely check it out because it's fucked up. The teaser, teaser number two, is the gives you a little bit more. If you're interested in just bad taste, Ugh. watch I, this movie. I, I legit went. Like that was the trail. The trailer is legit. A bunch of fucked up visuals, and then women masturbating in between all of it. Right up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It looks interesting. That's a that's a oh. pass for Angel. Your reaction is kind of <laughs> like, oh my god, no. We'll see what's up. We'll see. Season of sleaze, baby. We'll see what's up. So uh, we are not covering that. So uh, speaking of not covering that, CBS <laughs> orders uh, uh, a Dolph Lundgren slash Sylvester Stallone. Can he go away? Uh, a series uh, called The International. Can he fucking retire already? No, he's going to. He's not ready. So it says here, uh, Sylvester is uh, all set to make his TV directing debut with a series called The International, uh, starring Dolph Lundgren. And today we hear that CBS has given the one-hour drama series a pilot. Oh, my God. Uh, so the series will star Lundgren as uh, <laughs> Anders Soto. A one-man covert black ops team working for the UN who was called in to find asymmetrical solutions to the world's most delicate and complex problems. He is a part negotiator and part international spy. All right, we're done with that, right? We can move on. No, this is ridiculous. Uh, so the last time they teamed up was in Creed 2. Uh... Oh my god! All right, I just wanted to, yeah, just because he's so hot right now, you know, Rambo Last Blood. Holy shit! I never noticed the amount of Botox that is happening. Oh, this picture! (laughs) Holy (laughs) fuck! He looks like Tim Allen in that fucking what is that? Christmas with the Cranks. (laughs) He looks like he's gonna be spilling oranges out of his mouth. He looks like a mix of Joe Pesci and. Someone else. Someone needs to help him because he's so, going off the deep end. Those eyebrows are those fleek. Brows, those yeah, they're th- freaking me out. That's some Botox right there. Them shits are on fleek. That's like, I'm, I still got to be on film. Let's fucking. So, CBS yeah. has ordered a pilot for that. They've ordered it. The International, everyone. They ordered it. Just remember. <laughs> That's bad news. Bad, bad news. You know what else is bad news? Yes. This is actually really bad news. It is. Uh, so, oh, you're going to do this one? No, go ahead. So, 
The Friday the 13th rights wars was just the beginning. Dun, dun, dun. Many 80s film franchise rights are in peril. Fucking bullshit. So, I mean, as we... that band? As we did... Symphony in Peril? Yeah. As we uh, discussed on a previous episode about uh, the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street reverting back to uh, Wes Craven. Yes. Which which we were like, yeah! We were like, yeah! "Yeah! No more! Right. Go away! Stop rebooting shit. So um, it seems as if we have a whole bunch of shit that the uh, copyrights are expiring, are expiring, which is going to free this shit up to whoever the fuck wants to. Well, it says here that the law is that writers can reclaim the ownership of their work after 35 35 years. years. Yep. So um, let's see here. We got a good we got not a good list, but we got a. Oh Jesus! So oh, it says. You no, know, you already It says know. the Hollywood Reporter Everyone's, just oh, dropped yeah. the first of many atomic bombs. Boom! Sharing several key franchises that have allegedly received copyright termination notices, including uh. the Terminator, uh. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh. Predator, uh. Beetlejuice. Ooh, Michael McDowell. There's also the shocker that Paramount fast-tracked the new Pet Cemetery, knowing that they were on the verge of losing the rights to author Stephen King. Yep. So they fucking cranked out that sack of shit so, because they knew King was going to go, uh-uh. Yeah, so he says here, and Stephen King has been uh, quietly reclaiming his rights uh, to his works over the past few years. <laughs> go, King. Fuck. You. Well, so, we, we got the he got the rights back to the mist, the dead zone, Cujo, Children of the Corn, Creep Show, and Cat's Eye. Yep. Uh, so since the author has to give uh, at least two years' notice of the termination, that gives the studios two years' notice to use it or lose it. Wow. So that means we could be looking at a sudden influx of crap. Oh, you know we're going to. So. Like, I know they've already been playing around with the idea of the Terminator. Yeah. Redoing that shit and just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Who's listening to corn? What is that? I don't know. I hear corn in the background. Yeah, that's weird. You listening? You playing your playlist over there, Jeff? No. I, no, I just heard playlist. a wolf howl. That's you. Who? That's the soundtrack in the background. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I just heard a wolf howl. I don't even know what's going on. So speaking of not knowing what's going on, NECA, did you uh, see these yet? I saw them. I think they're pretty gnarly. So there's a three-pack of the Halloween 3 figures that will be released early next year. Includes the uh, gnarly alternate heads. Ooh. So it's got the... I don't collect toys, but that's cool. Yeah, it's got the uh, the pumpkin one with the, uh, I guess, the witch's hat, which is weird. I don't yeah. remember that wearing a witch's hat. Right. Uh, but then the alternate head is um, the one with all the worms coming out of it. They yep. all have that. Oh, they do? For the alternates, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. So, yeah, they got the clean cut ones all shaped up nice. I like this TV one here. A little TV. I, I mean I'm I'm kind of out on out on this one. I don't. I like it. Is so, this something we can expect to see added to your collection? Uh, maybe. I don't see a lot of NECA in here. I got some January 2020. 
You taking them out of the box? No, I'm not taking them. Breaking the rules. They need to. Uh, they need to make a Tom Atkins mustache. That'd be that'd be just, amazing. Just a just mustache? a mustache, like a giant mustache. <laughs> I like I that, like that idea. That will be happening soon. I, I, think, call it, call it, I hope so. Call it Tom Atkins mustache ride. Right. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Comic Con exclusive. <clears throat> yeah. Com- what did you say? Comic Con? Yeah. Comic Con exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. Uh, what? Yeah. How, how are we doing? We're What's good. Not in there? It's not in there. What's not in there? Nothing. So it's speaking of mustache, right? it's because we're getting tired. I'm not. We need to we we need to perk up a little bit with a sip of some deadly grounds. Mm. Deadly grounds coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. He's been a greaser, a disco dancer, a midnight cowboy, a hitman, a space alien, and he's even been Nicolas Cage. John Travolta, although often mocked, has proven himself time and time again to be one of film history's most loved yet most shit-talked actors alive today. Until he joins forces with the music festival killer himself, Fred Durst. We have never seen him like this. His name is Moose, and all he wants is something no one has wanted since 2001. Devin Sawa's autograph. Tonight, we get rolling, rolling, rolling with 2019's The Fanatic. He's going to break that fucking face tonight, bitches. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Dunbar. Is Hunter Dunbar here tonight? That's enough. I need to get an autograph. Don't let him do this to me. I'm a fan. I'm a number one fan. Is it difficult to find famous people's houses? I use my Star Map app. You have to be careful. I don't want you to be accused of stalking. Hey, you can't just come to my private residence looking for me. Listen, pal, I don't know how you found me. But I don't ever want to see you in this neighborhood again. Help! I just wanted an autograph! Wait! 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 How do you mind? When the Hollywood dream becomes a nightmare, all he wanted was an autograph.
Night fever, night fever. Don't touch my hair. You wear a mask called counterfeit. A rabid film fan stalks his favorite action hero and destroys the star's life. The Fanatic is a 2019 American psychological thriller directed and co-written by the Limp Biscuit himself, Fred Durst. It stars John Travolta as a man obsessed with meeting his favorite actor, Devin Sawa. Uh, the film was given limited theatrical release on August 30th, 2019, and followed a release on streaming platforms and received mainly negative reviews. Yeah. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like you said, John Travolta, Devin Sawa. Uh, we got uh, Anna go, go, Golja, Golja as Leah, which is his friend. She was there. Well, let's um, let's let's remind everybody that John Travolta plays a man named Moose. Yes, uh, we got Jacob Grodnick as Todd, which is Todd the God, and we got uh, James Paxton as Slim. And Devin Sawa plays the worst Hollywood star name I've ever heard, Hunter Dunbar. Hunter Dunbar. So, uh, is this movie awesome? You know what? Awesome. I'm gonna go ahead and say that I personally was pleasantly surprised with this movie. I. But would you give it awesome? Would I give it awesome? I'm gonna go ahead and because I'm not a huge fan of most of John Travolta's work. Monster sponsor us. Mm. Um, a uh, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of his work. I mean, I like Pulp Fiction and like the default stuff that everybody you know says that they like. Right. Battlefield Earth. No, not Battlefield Earth. Uh, but, conquer galaxy. No, but Face Off. You know, when he had his career reflare, when the herpes came back. Um, uh, fucking, you know, um, Pulp Fiction, Face Off. I even liked, I That's think, all it, you named. I think you named it was even called voice. Black Rain. Or no, what's the one I'm thinking of? Black Rain's a different movie. The one with uh, him and... Christian Slater? Yeah. Broken Arrow? Broken Arrow. Yeah, I like that Arrow, one. Yeah. I like John Travolta as a bad guy. All right, let's see what John Travolta's been in. Oh, my uh, God. Let's see I here. I named his, off a lot of them. His albums? He's a musical he guy. Three of, I named a lot of them. Uh, he's got uh, uh, 1974. He's got Over Here. Uh, 1976, oh. he's got a self-titled John Travolta. Uh, 1977. Wait, you're serious? Go. Yeah, he's got albums. He's got albums, bro. Um, he's uh, and he's got chills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 1978, Travolta Fever, <laughs> charted at uh, 161. I uh, charted. Uh, Greece soundtrack. Uh, The Road to Freedom. That was a collaboration. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's pretty busy now. His filmography. Oh my since, God. Since you had such a, such a hard time. Oh, what? <laughs> Go ahead. In, he was in Carrie. Yep. 1976. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1977. You know, you mm. remember that? Mm. I spent so much time on my hair and he just slaps it. Mm. Um, <laughs> Grease, Urban Cowboy, Blowout. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Staying yeah. alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Look who's talking. 
Look who's talking too. All right, first of all, fuck you because you totally left. Uh, nope, he wasn't in that. Nope. Never mind. I was about to say Christine, but I got him confused nope. with another Italian with good hair. Uh, we got uh, look who's <laughs> we got look who's talking now. A trilogy. First of all, those movies are fantastic. <laughs> oh, you said he was another. That's how I learned about babies. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Get Shorty. Uh, White Man's Burden. Uh, That's actually a decent movie. Yeah, uh, Michael. Uh, when he got <laughs> when he got fat, yeah, phenomenon. When he died and became an angel, that's a different um, movie. What? I don't know. Uh, we have. Uh, oh, he's in a uh, Scientology information film. He's like, <laughs> welcome to Scientology. Hi, I'm John Travolta. Give them your money. Yes, uh, Broken Arrow, like we said, uh, Mad City, Face Off, The Thin Red Line, Ooh. Uh, Primary Colors. That was the one where he like plays Bill Clinton, but he's not Bill Clinton. Yeah, it's a comedy. Yeah. Um, we got um, The General's Daughter, uh, Battlefield Earth. Oh, my God. That's a good one. Swordfish. Remember that? Garbage. He had the long, he had the long hair. Uh, with, uh, That's Holly not Barry. what I remember about with Holly Swordfish. Barry, right? uh, we got Basic. He played Tom Hardy. That's, that's, uh, Ladder 48. He was in The Punisher. Remember that? I oh my god, yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, Wild Hogs. Remember uh-huh. that? Movie? I fucking uh-huh. love that movie. <laughs> uh, oh, hair, hairspray. Hairspray. Oh my god, I completely forgot he was fucking Edna Turnblatt. <laughs> uh, yep. He he was in the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, which is the remake. Yep. Uh, old Dogs because he made Wild 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 Dogs. Wait, 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 wait. Wild Hogs. All right, oh. Wild Hogs wild. was the motorcycle <laughs> one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Dogs is the one with him and uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Yes. Uh, we got From Paris with Love, uh, Killing Season, Life on the Line, Gotti. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you need to look up Life on the Line because I saw that today and I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Oh, he plays It's a that. movie about guys on a, that work on power lines. Interesting. It's him and Devin Sawa. Come oh, on. okay. Yeah. Uh, then we got the uh, fanatic. This is his last movie. So <laughs> he's hopefully a, not. You're like he's, it's his last movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Gotti did terrible. Uh, <coughs> Trading paint. Never heard of it. Come on, honestly, go through everything that came out after Michael and tell me what did good. Uh, after Michael. Face Off, Mad City, Broken Arrow. Wait, Face Off was, was after on, that? Uh, that was all after Michael? Yeah. He uh, was on the... Uh, this is not related, but uh, he was on The People versus OJ. Oh, yeah. He oh, was good shit. in that. He was really good in that. Yeah. He became like a fucking character actor. And yeah, he was, he was good in that. I like in, that. He anyway, was in The Boy in, in the Plastic Bubble. Yep. Yes. Oh, my God. He was in Welcome Back, Cotter. He's well, done some stuff. He's Bobberino. He's yes, he's uh the rookies. He all right, we're talking about an actor who at one point it's was fucking John Travolta. All right, so what I'm highly getting, respected. So what I'm getting at is that the haircut that he has in this movie, he's earned it. It's he, we're talking about John Travolta who yeah. he has had so many comebacks that at this point I think people just feel bad for him. After the fucking Dizim or Gazim. The Gazim? What the fuck was that? <laughs> Gazim Adele? When he had to introduce <laughs> Adina Menzel and he was like, Gadim hey. Adele. And she's singing the fucking Frozen song with this look on her face like, fucking John Travolta. Fucking John Travolta butchered my name. Was that the lady he was like touching her face? 
Oh, I love you. Yeah, I, the, 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 first, the second shit. time he met with up. He was like rubbing her face shit. and shit. And she was doing the same face that she was making when he butchered her name. Yeah. He was like, I'm so sorry. I love you. You know, I love you. Just want an autograph. But. So I mean, I feel like after his kid died and he started sleeping with fucking dudes, basically, like some shit. Allegedly, like, allegedly. I, I hey, feel like hey, we know what happens to people to podcasts that give their going, opinions. I on wasn't. Things. I was not. Listen. Listen. Some shit went down with John Travolta, and he kind of fucking lost him. This is mind this a is not bit. the O.J. Simpson murder. We like, can't like just like, say what we want. Like All right. <laughs> so this is the stuff that Devin Sawa has been in. Oh my God! Please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so please. little giants. He was a uh, junior Floyd. Me, Hold on, before you get into this, he was a yeah. child. Is there a serious mine, okay? downtick in this career uh, that I'm gonna guess comes after Idle Hands? He's been uh, no, he's been uh, steady Don't working. Forget, There's a couple breaks. Steady SLC work punk. doesn't mean good work. Listen, all right. So Little Giants, we like that. That's a classic. Uh, Casper. That's a classic. When he For walks like, down the stairs, bro. And he suddenly becomes a teenage boy with a different voice. Yeah. You see his little teenage butt, boy butt and now and then. Yeah. Little teenage butt. <laughs> teenage boy butt. Uh, Night of the Twisters. Uh, Wild, uh, this one's a boys club. Wild America. Remember that? I do remember that with that Jonathan was, Taylor Thomas. Dude, that was the, and uh, what's the other dude? Some dude named Barstow. Somebody who was relevant then, Scott Barstow. Anyways, that was like a like a hot boy summer, wild America. Uh, a cool dry place. SLC with, uh, punk. Yeah, but uh, yeah, with yeah, SLC. Oh, yeah. I always kept thinking Devin Sawa. Oh he yeah, was the one with the acid, the acid in his pockets. Yeah. I always thought that he was the one that died of the heroin overdose because I always forget Brad Renfro no. was a separate person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Didn't that happen? We were like, oh yeah, Devin we were Sawa like the died. guy from Final Destination. And then we were like, died. wait, no, it wasn't him. Yeah. No, we got him confused with uh, uh, we. Th- no, I thought we. Thought no, it was that a Brad Edward Renfrew. Furlong died or something. Uh, I don't know. We got him all mixed up. We he were didn't like, die. We, we, no, remember he's the mustard stain shirt. Oh the, yeah. He got fat. Remember we were laughing about yeah. his fucking walking Which, down with his Chinese food. Yeah, no, he didn't die. No. Um, so, yep, uh, after SLC Punk, we got Idle Hands, Final Destination, uh, Eminem, he was Stan (laughs) in 2000. Oh, that's right. Uh, we got Slackers. (laughs) With, uh, uh, wasn't that with, um, Schwartzman? Yes. Uh, we got- I'm gonna make this my phone background. Shooting Gallery. He played Paul Paul the Pawn. Uh, Endure, the Philly Kid. Uh, yeah, so I guess you were right. Yeah, so just from, keep, we'll forget about all the rest of this uh, shit. He was in uh, The Exorcism of uh, Molly Hartley, which is, whew, that movie was, whew. Oof. I didn't even bother watching it. And The Fanatic is his last movie. Uh-oh. So. Then he was uh, in uh, SLC Punk 2. Oh, that's right. Punk's dead. I forgot about that. Punk's dead. What? Sean. He, yep. Uh, Plays Sean. Yeah. By James Marandino. It's a coming of age story. 
Oh. That was a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. didn't need to happen at all. It's the child of Trish and Heroin Bob. I I never oh. saw that one. I don't think I need to. Wait, was their kid? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Heroin Bob just had a headache. <laughs> all right. So all that bullshit aside, we know these two guys. Um, now you were saying that this movie was okay, not awesome. I, John Travolta's I, Fall from Grace. I honestly would go with this. better than okay. Um, I was expecting like a total shit show of a well, movie, but well, it got very limited release. Well, very limited, and uh, it also brought in very limited monies. That's what happens when it was only let Did out in like two 3, theaters. Three thousand one hundred and fifty-three dollars. Yep, three thousand. Uh, but it says fifty-two <laughs> theaters. That's it's it. Opening day, yeah. Ouch. Making it a U.S. box office failure. failure. I don't think failure. you should be allowed to call something a U.S. box office failure if it was only released in fifty-two this theaters. Is true. So does this technically make it an independent film? I believe so. Right? Yeah. Right. It's an yeah, film. I, I would, would go say. with that. I think that this film falls victim of the name that comes across the screen when it says who directed it. Yeah. Automatically, people are like, fuck that. Yeah, but you also, John Travolta's last, like, three movies tanked. Gotti was supposed to be, like, this big thing, and it was such a shit show. Well, he doesn't have the draw that he used to have. He doesn't. He needs to make a... He done fuck He needs to make a Mandy. He just yeah. did, kind of. This was not a man. No, how dare you? He just did. This. Well, no. dude, I mean, he's unhinged. He's grabbing dudes like yeah, dudes by the neck, talking no. about no, no, Freddy no, 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 no. It's a different. He yeah. need, Nicholas Cage figured it out to just go. You know what? I'm balls to do the wall. What I do, but and go ball hurts. and go insane. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the plot points in this movie then, because uh, we find Moose right. Who is a mental, obviously autistic, <laughs> mentally <Yeah>. challenged man? <laughs> He's autistic, right? Uh, and on that note, like everyone was saying, you know, like, oh, he did such a great job playing that. But I feel like he had an autistic kid, yeah. So I think he was familiar with like I thought the behavior and mannerisms. You know yeah, what I mean? Timing. Yeah, yeah. I want to say. I felt that John Travolta playing a mentally challenged guy. I thought he did it very well. I thought so. He was convincing. Like you feel bad for him, right? I've 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 seen grown men like do that rock back and forth shit. I could have uh, done without the sniff in the ear cheese. That was awesome. That was a good <laughs> touch. I did I did like that touch. That you, was his little. You know that tick. wasn't scripted. That was a good touch and the kiss on the forehead. I like that too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, so he's after uh, actor Hunter Dunbar because he's obsessed. It's his favorite actor. He's yeah, stuck his, with him. Yeah, he's uh, you know, number one fan. A little shout out to Misery there. Um yeah. but uh tries to meet him. He goes to the um Well he goes to the party first. The records record he, I know. He has the paparazzo. He's friend. got an in with his friend. Oh uh, yeah, Leah. Who totally fucks him over. Why would she think though, like that it was a good idea to share any of this information with him? I think he. She, I think she thought that he was harmless. Not, yeah, because I mean, even though, I mean, he ended up doing what he did. I think he was still in a place of like innocence. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like he he doesn't he doesn't know his own strength. I don't, type of deal. He doesn't know any better. No, his own strength. Because even Todd was like, "Holy shit, choke me, daddy." <laughs> I mean, he clearly has the mind. He he has a stinted mind. 
Yeah. But um. And he fed the he, by watching horror movies. He kind of hey. Well, hold on. <laughs> but being mentally challenged, right? Yeah. You don't take stuff like that the same way, and you might perceive it as being correct or something you can actually do. Um, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. But from it, a young age, yeah. being infatuated with horror movies and also being a little bit behind. Well, I mean, that was something on, that they did you know, touch on in the film real quick, right, too. Like, right. I was kind of sad that I'm they saying. touched on like, it so lightly. He, he kind of, so he might have been a little confused about stuff like that in a certain way. Like, he wasn't just a fan. He was kind of like. In it. In it. Yeah, exactly. Immersed in it. Right. Yeah, I think he's he was uh, in, infatuated with the whole fantasy world of it. Right. Uh, pl- playing pretend, as he said, all you do is play pretend yeah. all day. Anybody can do that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Anybody can do it. But I want to. I want to hear Jeff's take. Um, he was amazing in this film. Again, like. How should I say this without offending anybody? Um, I know it's hard show. to just <laughs> it. let it out. I, I will say this though: um, my girlfriend's cousin is autistic, mm-hmm. and I've kind of noticed some ticks that he does, and John Travolta does it very well, I, I think. And um, but I feel like at the same time, though, I feel like if I don't know if someone who does have autism watching this, I feel like they might get offended. Because in his performance. Maybe, maybe not every autistic person is the same or has the yeah. same tics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, John Travolta just went for it and I think I think he nailed it. Definitely. Like I I actually really enjoyed John Travolta in this film. I did too. Same. So you have Travolta as the confused obs- uh, immersed in his right. Fantasy world, mm-hmm. autograph hound. I don't know if it's escapism or that was the one thing I had a problem with this and movie is they touched on a lot of stuff. Well, right. I, I like you said escapism. There's that part when Devin Sowers is just like, "I'll give you whatever you want, just don't hurt my kid," and he's that's a trigger for him when he goes, "Hurt your kid? Why would you even say that?" Like you know, all you need is. That's you know the attention and then horror movies. That's what because that's basically in that that scene like where you don't mom, have anything sweet. Uh, where right. his um his mom was in the background, I guess, making out with another dude. Um, and then the guy was like, "Who's that?" She's like, "Oh, don't worry about Big Moose. He's just he watches his movies. He just watches yeah. his movies all day. Yeah. So I feel like he's just he on top of having." You know, the mental issues and whatnot. He was also neglected. And the movies were like his emotional crutch. Right. It's like Cable Guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cable Guy yeah. Scrooge. I learned about the facts of life <laughs> from watching the facts, <laughs> facts of life. Uh, but at the same time, we have Travolta like as this character. And, but then we have his obsession. We have right. Hunter Dunbar, mm-hmm. Devin Sawa. Who's a scumbag in this. Yeah. Who oh, I, total I, asshole. I honestly, I hated him. He was so, yeah. like, like, I can just think like to real life situations where you would like come face to face dealing with 
like an autistic person or a person with like a differently abled mind mm-hmm. and you don't react like he was noticeably right like and he wasn't like scary he was no. just like, I love you. I just want your autograph. Look at, and he was just like, you get the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. I will fucking, what did he say? I will jam my Remington shotgun up your ass. <laughs> You'll be shitting bullets and blood for the rest of your life. I mean, you should have just fucking signed life. the fucking thing, man. Well, I mean, the thing is like, when he first meets him at the, uh, the, the book signing. Right. Um, you know, his wife's bringing his kid to it. And then John Travolta's like, hey, man, I was next in line. He what followed the fuck? him. Like you're gonna get back in there and sign this shit up, so it's like to 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 Hunter, it's like you know, like that's his job. Like this is my life here that you're you're impeding on now. Right in that like, moment of frustration where he's you know pissed off about the wife coming there. Yeah, he's and like I'm fucking done. He's already been fucking signing <laughs> shit for hours. You so know? now he's already yeah. got Moose assigned to in an annoyance. Right. Yeah. In his eyes. Like, this dude followed him out to the back alley. Yeah, it's like, hey, bro, I'm with my family. Do you have any manners? And I think he even says that to him. Like, you got to learn some fucking manners, guy. You know what really pissed me off (laughs) about that entire scene was the guy who owns this shop. He knew that, you know, Moose wanted to get his autograph so bad. Why couldn't he just tell him, you know, after he signs Moose stuff that, hey, go, go check up on your wife out here. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. Like or, that's or just brought Moose to the front and been right tell, until he cut him people in the line, understood. but he cut him no. like halfway into the line. Like I don't, yeah. think, I don't think people would have understood because the the interaction. See the way that they wrapped John Travolta's character is that no one gives a fuck that he's autistic, like right. whatsoever. So like even the guy that he like lightly bumps, he's turns around and that guy's even aggressive to him. Like watch it, fucker. And he's like, oh, I got markers if you need one. He's like, I don't need your goddamn markers, goddamn fucker. Well, I feel like it was like, like, shut up. I I took it as like a slight commentary on people in general. Like you have this guy that's very much different. Like you could tell even when he's like playing a character on the boulevard. Like he's, you know, that when he's trying to do the Bobby cop shit. And then Jack the (laughs) Whipper. Like. People were just straight up mean to him everywhere he turned. The only one yeah. that was nice to him was the paparazzi check. And the security guard. And the security guard. Which yeah. which was like the one thing that was like, hey, man, when are you going to, you know, you got to stop these fucking people, which I thought was an awesome scene when uh, they're in the bathroom and he's getting picked on. And then he tells them, like, these guys are not your friends. They don't give a shit about you. You really have to put a stop to this and stand up for yourself. And then, like, the next day after everything happens, he gets kicked out of that dude's house. And he's like, I'm never coming back. And then fucking Todd's like, hey, man, you got to work with me. And then he's just like, no, I'm not interested. (laughs) And then Todd's like, you're going to work for me. You're going to make money for me, bitch. And he pushes him and he fucking chokes the shit out of him. And then the security (laughs) guard walks up and then John Travolta's like, am I in trouble? And he's like, hell no. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, was, I was which I think we all like, shit felt that way in that yeah. moment. We were just like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, and then he goes, "He's like, that's what I'm talking about." And then he's like, "He's he's like, well, they just need to stop calling me a loser and a stalker." And then he's like, "A stalker," and he's like, "And a loser," and he's like, 
He's like, yeah, you just gotta, you know, what tell you him mean to about stop. St- what's that about stalking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, <laughs> I'm not I'm stalker. A, I'm gonna stop them all. I'm gonna stop them all. It's the Carter. <laughs> um, I think uh, the paparazzi chick made a stupid move. Absolutely, giving him that that like that she she could have taken him herself and like. Uh, but then he still would have been able to see where everything was. Right, but I think at the same time she felt so bad for him and probably didn't take him for someone that, to her, he's Moose. She thought he just would want to see the houses that they lived in. Well, that's what it started as. He was like, I saw this and this person's got two swimming pools and at first I was like, what's he know, how's he know what's in the backyard? Like, she didn't, like, go, how'd you know how many pools they got? Like, are you hopping fences, Moose? Like, she didn't ask. (laughs) I just, I feel like that was, it was, like, the good influences that he had in his life were giving him the wrong shit. Or at least giving him info and then just going, run with it. Well, I don't think it was, like, oh, I don't think it was. Sorry, us. Go ahead. (laughs) Speaking of her, why was she the narrator in this film? Well, because Moose would have just, it would have been awkward to listen like, to. Yeah, but she's a secondary character. I like, thought it was kind of weird. Yeah, but she's she's directly the <sighs> reason why he even like got close to that dude. Like, after <sighs> she gives him the app and then, like, basically tells him, like, yeah, you know, this is what we do. You know, we, we sneak into these parties and do all. So he's... <laughs> Like you said, trying to run away with it. He, yeah. she gives just, she just gave him all the information. And he doesn't know how to, but he didn't know how to like, just use it like nor, like not normally, but but like, like know. it's meant to be used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. access. I know exactly where you live. Just like he was hiding <laughs> out in the backyard, and then the, <clears throat> to give that lady the uh, to, uh, to to put the letter in the backyard, he just puts it on the ground. <laughs> Then he's hiding in the bushes. Not even hiding. He was just standing there. Yeah, and then she comes out to grab it, and he's like, don't read it! So, like, he's that, like, innocent. You know what I mean? Like, his mental state is, like, I don't, there's no, like, I didn't feel like there was, like, actual malice. I think it's it's more from a place of, like, not understanding the, 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 like, great feelings that he's having. Because it's rejection and the obsession is just clashing, so I I don't think it's a malice. You know what I mean? He just wants to be liked by him because he likes him, you know. And yeah, he doesn't understand. Yeah, and yeah. now he's got the security guard going. If they're being mean to you, get him. Yeah. So now he's got that perfect storm, that culmination, and. This guy just fucking yeah. He's give he's giving him directive. Like if you don't like something, fix it. Right. I don't like him telling me I can't be at his house. I'm a fucking. He called me a stalker. I'm not yeah. a stalker. I'm gonna yeah. show him and then- <laughs> how much I'm not a stalker. Yeah. By then- tying him up and gagging him. Yeah. Which I thought that part was cool because uh, like he spent the night kind of deal. He that put- was fucking straight up. Like I was watching that cringing. He put the selfies up, and even Leah yeah. was like, oh, yeah. dude, you can't do that. First you- of all, is she the only follower he has? Because he Must put that be. on social media, and she was like, <laughs> on your social media? And he's like, you're blocked. Yeah. I have no friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But yeah, like legit, 
he was like, you know, I'm going to fuck you up if I ever see you in this neighborhood. And that was like immediately, like maybe a half hour after he like snuck back out of, out the front door from spending the night. And uh, Caught, I like, think he was, he was hurrying. Like, yeah, I think he would have like, I think he was satiated up until when he's walking off and he goes, yeah, you fucking stalker. Because he fucking. <laughs> oh, oh, you I- motherfucker. I am not a stalker. <laughs> yeah, and then like that's when this shit hits the fan, you know. For him. <laughs> fucking, then Leah's like, "Dude, what are you doing with these? You're making out with him now, bro? He's passed out sleeping. <laughs> he's like, he's my friend to the end, you know." So that's this is where we hit the culmination in the storyline, which yeah. is I really wanted to get to this because this was I felt completely completely misleading in the trailer yeah because it the trailer yeah. made it seem like he was gonna butcher him yeah right and then you get to this this borderline like creepy like he's he's not toying with him it's like he's tied up because he doesn't want him to hurt him yeah right but he wants him to see how much of a fan he is. Yeah. Right. Like, like I'm not to, stalking yeah. you, but I am tying you up. Well, yeah, I don't want you to time, leave. You threatened to shoot me. Every time he'd try to, like, go apologize or he wrote him a letter or he came to see him, he would be hurt. Or he, like, when he was signing his shirt, he was fucking, like, digging that shit into the shirt. That shit was like, intense. Oh, yeah. Shit, you know, <laughs> and he's, like, freaking him out. So he's like, all right, I want to go be his friend, but I don't want him to hurt me. So, yeah. Moose needed to get the hint. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he just said, hey, you sit there tied up. Right. Well, and then- you're going to fucking listen to me. Yeah. What he is, did fuck with him a little bit, though, because he was trying uh, to show him that he was a good actor. That yeah. part when he was like, Mr. Blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with the gasoline? <laughs> yeah. Anyone notice Devin well, Sowers, like, the, like the fucking scream they made? coming f- from his head. Yeah. And oh, he's the fucking. He's laying there like he's like he acting like Dude, he killed himself. For a second, I bought it, too. Yeah, I was like, like, wait, what? So he's just trying to show him, like, <laughs> I can go. do what you can do. Look, I'm a good actor. Like, hey. yeah. He goes, ha ha, you've been jigsawed. <laughs> no. No, no, it's back. You've yeah. been jigsawed. You've been jigsawed. Did he say that? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And then he does the Mr. Blonde. Says there's no gas in here, silly. It's just water. It's just water. Did he do the Jason cosplay before? Or? No, the Jason one was at. Or no, Jason was like first, was the first one. Because he freaked out and thought he cut yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Well, he did. Well, kind of, yeah. Well, I don't even understand how that happened. Right. Yeah. And uh, I don't. I didn't understand. He stabbed him, but Devin Sawa was just like. Because it wasn't a real stab. Yeah, but he, he has like, a collapsible he, like, knife. cut him with a plastic knife. Yeah. I like, think it was a collapsible yeah, blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you so, look at it when he's coming at him. just punctured him a little bit. Uh, like he nicked looked, him. Yeah, like little puncture wounds. But it was uh, when they, when if you look at it when he's coming up to him, you can see the section knife. Oh, okay. Right. I, didn't, I didn't notice that. I thought it was a real knife. No, no, it was a collapsible. So he was trying to, he was like, I scared knife. Hunter Dunbar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, did I cut you? Oh, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, so but he wasn't like he wasn't the bad guy. This no. is this is the this point is, that I wanted to get yes. to. Who's the bad guy? Who's the bad guy in this? Because then what happens? 
he well, fucking well he he tricks he, him first. he falls victim he flat out goes i'm an actor and then he acts him yeah he acts the shit out of this guy yeah they do the visualization thing where and i like that touch that it it, it kind of like uh i think he realized that he was mentally challenged yeah at that point finally um but i like the change of like the uh the the lighting and how they like colored oh, up like that he's scene. going into his yeah. the pink yeah so he's like at at a nice nice oh, warm yes. place i'm here with hunter dunbar we're about to get dressed up and go out on the town we're gonna go to muso and frank's strawberry <laughs> yeah. ice cream. get some uh, strawberry ice cream he's like yeah an action flicks yeah action flicks but me and you buddy Tim- but you say bad guy i'm tied to a bed he's tied to a bed Right by a mentally challenged guy who was not actually trying to hurt him, not yet. I don't think he was never planning on it. But I totally one hundred percent think that Devin Sawa's reaction, yeah, was completely, I, I want to say out of line, out of line, out but of line. But he had shown <laughs> he the anger throughout. Yeah, who Devin Sawa? Even before he but was, they, even before like his interaction with Moose, he was being an asshole to the wife. He was being an asshole, kid. but he you wasn't pull see. out a sawed-off shotgun and <laughs> blow the because fucking fingers off. Because I think at that point he didn't know what was actually going to happen. Yeah, I think he realized like, fuck, this dude is unstable. Right. This yeah. is a game to him. I'm tied to the bed, and I got my kid in the in the house. Somewhere, which I even asked myself, I said, all right, he just let off a loud shotgun blast and the kid didn't move. So I, don't think the kid, the kid? I don't think the kid was in the house. Not yet. I think he was at the mom's. Well, because he said, don't hurt my kid. So the kid, I'm assuming with that, with that dialogue, that right. the kid must have been somewhere in the house. I thought he left with him because they left in the car together and they didn't they didn't show them come back. He like took the kid and they left. So I think he brought the kid to the mom's house. Uh, Because that was his weekend to be mommy, wasn't it? He said, I got mommy duties. I think that was what was coming. Uh, Like he was trying to book his stuff. So so, I don't know. I don't feel like his. his... I think he got carried away because they show that. Yeah, he did definitely get carried away. But I don't think his initial reaction to to be like, you know, I'll give you whatever you want, man. That's just like, you know, take my wallet, do whatever you want. Just don't hurt me right. type of reaction. You know what I mean? But at any instance that you get the 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 opportunity. Right. Yeah, you're going for blood. You know, I'm trying to survive, you know. And I felt like, yeah, he got the shotgun and blew his hand off. But I felt like, well, did he miss because he was shooting it with one hand or did he do it intentionally? I to think shoot he off? was like a warning. I think he intentionally shot his hand. Yeah. He ain't yeah. right at it. Jeff, what do you what do you think? Because I, I we got Angel saying he was, you know. Well, I mean, okay, maybe he had the right to shoot him, yeah. but but I mean, because I mean, he was tied up, so. Right. But but what he would do later on, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Are you What's talking that? about? I mean, he stab he, he stabs him in the eye, and I that's fucking. Yeah. yeah, and in that moment, you can see that he realized he got carried away because he kind of sits back after he does that. When he hears like, him wailing, Fuck. 
He's not yeah. he's not wailing like a grown man wailing. He's wailing like a hurt child. Yeah. yeah. I think from the moment he shot all right, maybe shooting him in the hand as the warning shot right. yeah. might have been the like point. you cross the line, you're but fucking tying me up. When they flip Get- it into that horror movie mentality, and now this yeah. dude's crawling and he's kicking him down the flight of stairs, that's where I feel like, all right, fuck Devin Sawa. I don't know. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, this dude's not coming after him. Travolta's crawling away, crying right. like a hurt baby. Like, he's done at that point. He's like, I get it. Okay, I'm, I'm out. I'm what? crying. I lost my glasses. I can't see. Like, I'm just trying to get down these <laughs> stairs. And then he... It was that whole... I mean, the whole mentality of the film changed. Yeah. It did. It got darker. And yeah. Then he was like, hey, where are you going? You can't leave. Remember, I'm nothing without you. Then he kicks him. Right down the fucking staircase. I don't know. I felt like... I felt like maybe a little overkill. Sure. Okay. But then, like... What's to say, how does Devin Sawa know that this guy won't come back and try this again? It's just, he's already kicked him off his land like three or four times. He's had shitty interaction with him throughout the whole movie. Has he? Does he? he Travolta's character shows flares up of anger. You know? He hasn't seen that, though, yet. Right. He, but, as far but as he knows, he this says, guy's... don't hurt my kid. And then he gets fucking rip shit. Right, I would you know, never hurt your child. You know, but but I would. But he doesn't mention anything about I won't hurt you though. The thing I don't understand is at the point after he tells him to leave, why wouldn't he have called the cops and said, Boom. "This fucking dude yeah. just came in here. He's been stalking me. I've been threatening him. I he tied him. me up. I fucking fucked him up a little bit." He didn't do any of that. He just sat there, like in his own head, like, "Oh gonna... shit, I fucked up." I'm, you know, because yeah. what is he? He's scared he's going to get in trouble well, because he's he's autistic, or is he, he has a history now because they show right. him he makes a move on the fucking the housemaid, and right? He, yeah, and then he right. like, calls his agent and goes, "I kiss the maid again," right? Yeah. And it's like I don't know why I do the things I do, right? Yeah. So he's got a little bit of a history with problems. Well, right. But I think he's more worried that this. I don't think there's a good bone in this dude's body. No, no, no. I don't think so. He's either. more worried about himself than the fact of what like just happened. I'm just gonna go on a limb here and say I don't think he reacted right. This no. dude didn't demonstrate any anger towards him. All he wanted was an autograph. Yeah, he crossed the line, yeah. but he's noticeably a child. Yeah, he's stinted. All he's asking for is an autograph, and this dude is stabbing him in the chest with a pen, threatening to shoot him with a shotgun. He hasn't done. He could have just given him the fucking autograph. Could have just had. Could have just signed it. <laughs> like he could have just winged him, yeah. winged him, and kicked him down the stairs, and then called the cops. He ain't getting anywhere quick. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Do you think? I don't think a, a long time elapsed from him. Him leaving his house and getting down to the boulevard or whatever, and the cops coming to his house because if you rem- remember, they even uh, you know the the narrator uh, Leah, she goes, you know, like the that wasn't the problem. I was worried about the the maid, and then they they pan to her being dead in the backyard, and then the cops come because obviously they. They reported her missing, and she never left the backyard. So, I mean, I don't know. 
I don't. I, I don't think he sat. I think he sat there in awe. I think, he's, and it was circumstantial that that chick was missing at this at that moment. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think that that cop showing up had anything to do with. Uh, with uh, Moose. No, it didn't. No, no, no. At it all. had everything no. to do with the maid with being the maid. missing. Yeah. yeah. Well, the maid was only missing for what, a day? Two, like two I days. Think, I think the gardener found her in the backyard. Right. Because like that's why yeah. the gardener's standing there like, yeah, that's him. Like, yeah. The gardener found her back there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just, I think that that was just circumstantial. I don't think, like, if you just went through that whole ordeal, the guy's out of your house. Okay, now you can take a breather. That's, I think that that's. I mean, yeah. Is he a shitbag? Sure, but I don't think he yeah. was like I'm gonna get away with this type of no. deal. You no, know I think I mean? he was more worried about it coming back on him. Yeah, right. That, that's what I got out of that. Is like he's like, all right, I fucked this guy up. I'm probably done. Yeah, I'm just gonna realized. let him go. No, I think they had an understanding, dude. Who? Him and Moose. I don't. I think he had no idea what was going on. I think he got caught up. He stabbed yeah. him in the fucking <laughs> eye. He sat there and went, I just stabbed this I just stabbed this guy I, in the eye. I done fucked up. Do you think that's why he kind of reluctantly lets him leave? I think he let him leave just it was I think it was just it was it's all so quick how it happens. Yeah. But I mean cuz he picks him up, wraps the hand up. All right, buddy, let's stop the After bleeding. he was just torturing him because he was playing with him by shooting next to him. Yeah. And then he was about to cap him. And the he was out. Yeah, he was empty. So he goes, oh, shink, stabs him in the fucking eye. Yeah, I think if Moose didn't react, I think if Moose didn't react like that, he probably would have finished him off. Probably. But, yeah. Jeff, what do you think? I I agree. I think he would have finished him off right there if he if he didn't react that way. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, no, how do you feel about what do you think about him letting him go? Do you think it had to do with um him being worried about himself or him having an understanding with Moose that that was it? Did he freeze again? Yeah, I think so. But uh just uh just a little trivia here. Uh John Travolta wore a wig. No shit. Yeah. So that wasn't even John Travolta's hair. Uh, here says uh, Moose makes a remark about the Maniac movies. In both Maniac movies, the lead character obsesses over a character, as Moose does in this film. Uh, Moose also has a couple of mannequins in his room, uh, which is another homage to Maniac. So, yeah, it wasn't even his fucking hair, bro. No. So I think at the end of the at the at the end of all of it. The question is, did he go full retard? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely Sam. I am, but did it? Yeah, work? was I this am, bad? I am, for, I, I am Sam. Was this Excuse was me. this I am Sam level or was this well, Forrest the, Gump level retard? Well, no. Oh, Forrest, definitely, I am Sam. Yeah, this is uh. But I felt like it worked. I think the thing is, is that if it. it, it it was the character. It was, right. Like, it needed to be played the way it was played. Right. I don't feel like everybody's up in arms about, oh, yeah, you know, he's acting like this. The, that's what the character called for. It was a autistic, non-assuming, fucking obsessive person. 
just trying to get through the world. Who drives around on a moped with a backwards vest? You know, I did read that they got a lot of shit for his portrayal on this. Yeah, people, well, people, people were him. people said that it was mocking. Not, I don't think so. I don't that, think so. That's what people took it as. Yeah, they made it because they made him goofy. But did they forget that he actually had an autistic son in real life? I don't think so, but I feel like it was the context. You, I don't know if that makes a difference, but, but do you, but, you know. Do you think that it was goofy? I or, honestly... Or, or, were you, or, or did you chuckle at parts because of the dialogue that he was... Uh, like when the, he walks into the, the record store or whatever that store, and then he goes, let's make this quick. I got a shit. <laughs> like that's just him being that's like just, fucking honest. Yeah, right. That's I just I took it for what it was. I felt like the movie yeah. the movie to me made me sympathize with Moose. Yeah. Like absolutely. Like I wasn't watching him with the tied up Devin Sawa. I wasn't watching that like like oh he's gonna fuck him up. I was watching right. it like what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like you can't do that. Because yeah. I felt like he had really no inclination of what he was of fully of what he was doing. Well, until no, he, he did. did, he did because he knew he would get in trouble. I think he, I think he, he knew thought he, he was going to prove to him, and at the end he was going to untie him, and they were going to be friends. Uh, possible, but he knew that he fucked up because he even says like, "I promise you, I won't call the cops." He's like, "No police, so I'm not going to get in trouble for this." All right, cool. So like, he has some understanding. Of like how grave of a situation he was in, you know what I mean? Because he's been told, he was told, and he knows. He, he even if he's a child, like a kid knows right from wrong, but at their understanding and at their level, like the shit that he was doing, that's like straight up adult shit, like evil man fucking breaking into your house shit. Like that's a realm that he's never been pushed into, but. Up until that point, everybody was fucking shitting on him. And he's like, I just want you to listen to me. I'm going to tie you up. Don't fucking piss me off. I'm going to fucking cut your goddamn head off. You know? Right. I, I think he could have fucking cut the dude, dude up into a million pieces and then been like, uh-oh. You know? Like... I don't think it was going to go that way. That's, I, that's my I, opinion. You yeah, it. but you don't think it could have, but I'm saying he's capable of... I think he just wanted the autograph. That's all he yeah. wanted. Jeff, what do you think? You think he was going to cut him up? No, I don't think so. I think he just wanted the autograph and be his, his friend. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> he ended up getting his hand shot off <laughs> and stabbed in the eye. Either way, either, do, way right? I'm, either way, I'm either <laughs> way. What are friends for? I'm never yeah. going to try to get an autograph from a celebrity again. I'm just now I just feel like <laughs> like this is what they see. Uh, there was a couple other references. Uh, nurse Ratched, uh, when he said she was not a good nurse. Yeah. <laughs> oh. From one floor of the cuckoo's nest. Um, and then obviously the Mr. Blonde and all that shit. I and actually. Night of the Living Dead. I actually yep. love that, the Nurse Ratched reference, because yeah. I felt like that was wicked true to the character that this dude's hands blown off his eyes bleeding everywhere i also love when the two spanish guys come up to him and they're like freaking out and he like feigns the smile but then when they walk away he almost seemed kind of puffed up a little bit like they wanted to take my picture with me yeah yeah but then he does that nurse ratchet thing and it's like he clicked right back into that autism yep yeah 
Even though he's bleeding out everywhere. Yeah. Who's it, what does it say? I can't see with my eyes. Uh, I, I don't have my glasses. <laughs> my glasses. I can't yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, her? Nah, she was a terrible nurse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, the what do you think? The, as far as the movie, like the pacing, I thought the pacing was well done. Uh, oh, the showed, pacing was wonderful. Um, uh, believability. What no. do you think? No. You don't think so? Uh, I'm more curious about what real life I was going to say. Like, it was based on, like... Something that happened to Fred But Durst. what, like, obviously not all that shit like, happened. he didn't shoot yeah. somebody's hand off. He, he got the idea from a, an obsessed fan. Maybe but, somebody showed up at his house, right. and then he was like, what could happen if it... If it went... If I was a dick. Right. <laughs> and was that fan... Men- mentally challenged yeah, is my been. question. Could've Where been. did he come up with the idea for that? And that's the thing. Like, all right, so say, say that someone is approaching you that way. I mean, it took Devin Sawa like fucking because the last twenty minutes. Okay, you said he realized when when there was twenty minutes left of the movie that okay, I can fuck with this dude because he's mentally challenged. But like, you can clearly tell early on but like you said like fred durst like do you think that like how do you handle something like that and a person that's not understanding and can't comprehend or right it's just bent on you know their what they want from you you know what i mean honestly in that scenario i if it was me in that position i would a i would sign the fucking give them the fucking autograph but i would also If you're realizing that they're not getting it, yeah. you're you you got to keep in mind your position where you are in this whole thing. Yeah, and you friend them. Yeah, you you realize that they're this is either going to be an annoyance. Yeah, or. But if you friend them, then that's giving them the opportunity but to if you friend continue them, to like just show in, up at your house. But in friending them. Yeah gives you a bet and i might just be speaking because i like used to drive them around and i made friends with it with a few mentally challenged people um if you friend them it gives you a little bit more footing to stand on when you're trying to explain things to them not really though sometimes because the girl she gave him the shit and she was like no don't do this no don't do that and he still fucking did it yeah, so I don't know about your theory. I on think that. she needed to guide. I him think in he should have given him the autograph, and then if he came back, called the cops, and been like, "Hey, this guy's fucking." Well, either way, he should have given him. The and then the movie autograph. wouldn't have been as good as it was. He would have happened. So <laughs> he wouldn't I mean, have gone to jail. It'd have been like, "Oh, he's autistic." But maybe, Sorry about he, this, but maybe sir. it would have scared him. Like, oh my god, no, what I'm, I'm saying doing that is probably would have gone. Yeah, away. yeah, yeah. He just had all this info thrown at him and nothing. Right. Yeah, he just no. choked this guy out and got, you go, Moose. Right. Fuck him right. up. Yeah, and then right. he, the guy says, I'm proud of you. And he says, you're proud of me? And that guy's an authority figure to him. He's a security yeah. guard. Yeah, so I just felt like too much, like you said, too much information, not enough guidance, and uh, yeah. just left to his own uh, devices. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not his fault. I don't think it's his fault. No. Uh, the effects on this. I loved them. I thought they were well. They were there good. wasn't a lot in it. No, no, no. 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 Yeah. I think that uh, I think the hand blown off was pretty sweet. That was a good part. I had a slight objection to when he lifted it up. 
kind of looked janky. <laughs> yeah. But that stab in the eye was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I liked that. That was good. That was, I felt that that was perfectly executed. But where does I go? What do you mean? It just, it just You're blows, out. It just blows just, up. Just blows up. No, I'm saying like they didn't show like really like it happening. They uh, just showed like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like your eye, your eye. I understand. Okay, Ryan, I understand that. (laughs) I'm just explaining. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in terms of a horror movie. Mandy. Yeah. Just sign the autograph. Sign the fucking autograph. I'm not a and stalker. And you'll have an eye. I'm not a stalker. But then he got a cool, like, new fucking cosplay guy yeah, dude there you go. He's out a pirate. of it at the end. Like, yeah, he's a pirate. Like, oh, shit, I can was be that, a pirate now. Which, by the way, was the angel supposed to be her, the yeah, paparazzo, like, like, or I, was it the dead fucking housemaid? No, it was no, her. It was, was Leo. That was her, his was angel? She, yeah. yeah. I saved you. She saved him. Because he probably would have fucking bled all over the place and fucking passed out in a corner and fucking died with people taking pictures next to him and shit. There's one effect or like one whatever prosthetic thing that I liked was when they panned to the chick, the maid, and she was dead and you could see like the the bone like cartilage area. like Where he punched her? Yeah, where it was all like fucking bubbled in. He had that. That Because he's like, don't touch it. And he fucking palm striked her like... Boom! Right in her face. Oh, he fucked her face up. And then, yeah. and then she's that. like, "Oh, that's a nosebleed. I know how to fix that. You just need to get some toilet paper and shove it up your nose." And okay. <laughs> that, uh, oh, the door's open. Okay. I'm gonna go look at that. You take care of that now. <laughs> yeah. Like so, like even even that internet, like he didn't know. Like I just killed this lady. Killed this fucking lady. All he saw yeah. was like, "Oh, you got a nosebleed, lady." Uh oh. Well, that's, yeah. that's all right, because Devin Sawa got blamed for it. That's going to yeah. hurt tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, That was maybe he shouldn't have fucking sat by the door all night with blood smeared all over but, him. It but that was night. another thing, too, though, because does he have, like, what blood is on him? Yeah. Like, I don't shit think it, like that at the end, I think, like, I kind of I don't was, think it mattered. Like, what, I, no, I think what's going to No, but up, they're going to investigate all that yeah. shit. No, I but think, you now what they got is a gardener that was probably those two were probably talking to each other. Right. You got a gardener that's like he made a move on her and yeah. she rejected him. Right. Yeah. You don't right. have fingerprints. He's like smashing that's, her. That's in the him. Face. He that's Hunter Dunbar, that right. guy right there. He made me work in the rain. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> fuck he, you. Yeah, but he then if he's being questioned later on, bastard. if he's getting yeah. questioned later on, he's gonna be like, "I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, there was this, this guy a, that, that is, came but in. What's this he is gonna this say? I blood t- on my he's fucking gonna say shirt. I tortured this guy that vanished. No, he's he gonna say he broke into my fucking house and I, I shot fucked him up and he bounced out. You know what? That was the only issue I had with this movie was that the ending that that like not like. As, oh well, he's getting blamed for this now. Yeah, you know, but you know what I'm saying? The, it was sloppy, a little sloppy. As sloppy as that was, though, I I, I just it enjoyed was, it. Right, I did too for like the like the like that kick in the dick to Devin yes, Sawa at the end. Yes, absolutely, and that was the point of ending it that way. I get it, but it's still like yeah, it was a little off. Jeff, yeah, did you enjoy the off. kick in the dick? I I enjoyed it. I think that was a perfect way to end that film. Just like um, now, you get blamed it, for this. Yeah, it, it's a big fuck you to everyone, and that's kind of how I feel about this movie, like all together. Like I feel like 
Fred Durst and John Travolta wanted to kind of troll us in a sense. Like, I don't know. There's issues with the uh, like the script. But at the same time, I love it because of that. (laughs) So I'm kind of like, I don't know, torn here. Hmm. I I agree with you. I get that. I just I'm just glad Jeff liked this movie. I was worried he was going to fucking destroy it. Oh, he was he was raving about it months ago. Yeah, I've already Uh, seen it now three times, and I I I, I love it. I didn't understand why so many people didn't like it. I I was definitely. I'm telling you right now, it's because it's got Fred Durst's name on it. So they were just like, "Fuck that!" Everybody can shut up and stop acting like they didn't have the first three Limp Bizkit albums in their CD collection because everybody (laughs) had it. So. All right, I got a tomato here for him. Tomato. He's got one can understand the draw of the fanatic for someone like Mr. Travolta. It calls for full immersion mentally and physically, and he pulls it off. And that's the one tomato. That's it. There's two. Two tomatoes. The fanatic is a drastic look at the dangers of fan culture, idolization, and obsession. An obsession. Really? You good there, bro? You got a paper bag? Get your 40 out. Nah, he's in Florida. That's fucking glue in a paper bag. What you <laughs> nah, that's, nah, that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman oh. gas. Uh, but, I mean, I like the movie. It was good. I'm not going to watch it again. Nah, this but is, I'm not no. mad that I watched it. Right. Yeah, this would be a one. I, I really thought I was going to hate it. I thought I was going to shit on Travolta. Make fun of Fred Durst for thinking he's a fucking filmmaker. But then I looked into it and totally didn't realize that he made The Education of Charlie Banks, <laughs> which is a decent movie. And he did the documentary on Lords of Dogtown. Yep. And he did. Uh, yeah. And he directed a ice, an Ice Cube movie. You know what? I'm glad he found something that he's good at for once. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the first Limp Bizkit album still gets played by me. Yeah, I make fun of you every fucking yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about the scene with Devin Sawa in the yeah. car with his son? Yeah, that yeah. was like that, that, that was ego right there. Oh, or or I, 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 I can't it. tell if it was ego or if Fred Durst has gotten to the point in his life where he is past like past the ego. And realizes that he's become like a caricature of what he like used to be. So he Maybe. threw that in there like <laughs> this, like this aggro male <laughs> with like anger issues right. is like, you ever listen to Limp Bizkit? Like, yeah, yeah. I beat your mom to this. Yeah. <laughs> I raped a girl in a mosh pit to this shit. He's oh. like, yeah, that's good. Like it, but it was yeah, like, so long too. It wasn't even like a quick joke. It was like long enough no. that you got through the whole intro of the song, and then right when it got to Fred Durst's voice, they were like, "Click." Yeah. You just heard, "Yeah, click." <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, this room is like constantly getting compared to like uh, this movie is constantly getting compared to like the room, but like with the room, that entire movie is just badly. It's overall badly made like acting everything what the and room with this never yeah watched, never watched and, it and, oh it's 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 funny but for all the wrong reasons but uh, with the fanatic it's actually it's it's made pretty well yeah it really is i i just wish that maybe uh 
it could either be like a troll move on Fred Durst, or if like maybe they had put more time into the script, it could have been a really, really solid film. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, I can see that. I can. I, I agree with that. I, I, I like it. I it's it's a it's a good movie. I like the idea of it being a troll. On everybody. Yeah, like, I, I do too. Like that makes him putting his own band in there like just make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. I like that. He just dropped. He just yeah. blew my mind on that one. Like it's just a giant like ha ha to yeah. everybody. Absolutely. Well, I I think it's if like, he. It, it, it's like we live like in this age of like meme culture and it's like funny to laugh at like unintentionally funny, like unintentionally like, I don't know, things. So it's just kind of like, I think Fred Durst was totally in on this joke. <laughs> like him and him and John Travolta, there's like, let's just make a movie where we say fuck you to everyone. Like now we're not planning on making any money from this. Well, yeah, <laughs> clearly. But who knows? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this movie will get its cult following. I think in if the he next few years. I think if he started branding himself as Frederick Durst, directed <laughs> by Frederick Durst, he'd see a little more uptick. Frederick Durst. Fre- Frederick. Yeah. Fred. Durst. Just Frederick D. I like Mandy. I like Mandy's better. Frederick Durst. Yes. There you go. So, let's rate it. Oh, ah, this is a hard one to rate. Yep. I'm gonna go with a six point five. It's pretty decent, pretty solid. I'm giving it more than a five because it was better than I expected it to be. Um, I thought John Travolta was great in it. Um, I thought some of the effects were decent for the little amount that there was, and I overall kind of liked the idea of what the story was. Moving on, next. Anyone? Jeff. Anyone? Jeff. Me? Okay, well, here's the thing. I've seen this movie now three times. It is the most entertaining film of this year. Like, <laughs> I've seen, like, Midsummer. I've seen, you know, Us, all that. I will never watch those movies again. And I will keep continuing to watch this film because it is just so entertaining. However, on a technical term, I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> you prick. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, there is a lot of issues with mm-hmm. this film. But like I don't know, like should I give it like an ironic ten? Like no, you know, nah. ten out ten out of ten. Don't you dare! No, give it a don't you give dare it a cop real, out on give this. it a real no, rating. No, but I just I feel like overall, yeah, it's a five. There, there. This movie does have issues, but I I just it found does. it entertaining. Angel, um, I'm with Mandy. Six and a half. It's a good movie. <laughs> It's a, it's a good movie. It's Angel, a good Angel's movie. brain shut down. Six it's a and a half movie. because it was good. <laughs> Me? My turn? Yeah. Duh. Uh, seven. Really? I give it a seven. You give it a seven? I was. I give it a seven on all the ground. Things, all I give things. It, I give it a seven on the grounds that I started this movie thinking I was going to shit all over it. And I ended it happy that I watched it. And then we rewatched, uh, we rewatched the last half of it the the next day because somebody dozed off the first time. It's all good. And <laughs> I did. It I was wa- late. Usually when that happens, I'm on my phone while you while we're rewatching. I just rewatched it again. I feel like the last like twenty minutes of this movie is a crazy culmination that 
they didn't lead me to think while I was watching the trailer. I didn't think it was going to take that turn. I thought he was going to butcher Devin Sawa and it was going to be one of those kind of movies. And I love the fact that the movie ended with me hating the victim. Because it made you go, who was the victim at the end of this? Right. So I give it a seven on that. I think Travolta was great. Even with all the sloppiness in there. Even with the sloppiness, John Travolta alone is enough for me to give it a seven. He was good in it. He really was. I am a Travolta fan. I'll say it. I am too. I am too. And that's why I love that. Absolutely. I think he has gotten to the point where he is underappreciated. People forget that he was once a really, like, he was a respected actor. Yeah. Shit just went downhill for him, that's all. So but now, now they're just maybe like, oh, look what he's doing now. I mean, fuck it. Goddamn Scientology. Scientology. <laughs> he's got to get his meter ready. So. I think that's it, right? That's, that's it. it. All right. Uh, you want to drop your socials again and uh, where people can find you and uh, will you be doing your reviews? Oh, for me, uh, I'm at uh, Cinema Trash Man on Instagram as well as YouTube. Um, I got a few ideas for some upcoming shows on the channel, so uh, stay tuned for that. Awesome. It's exciting. We always enjoy your stuff. Awesome. We want to thank you for hanging out, Jeff, and everybody else. You can find us on the Dorkening Podcast Network as well as Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Yes, please follow and subscribe. Leave some ratings and reviews. What should we cover next? Give us ideas on what films and what categories. Let us know. Uh, You can keep up to date following us on the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter. The Twitter. Hit up strangeshow.com for reviews, links, and episodes. And remember, strange is better. Uh